How we doing? Welcome, vertical friends. This is the Horizontal Podcast. We're glad that you're here with us. Whether you're on a run or I almost said something, I almost said sitting on the toilet, but you really could be listening it's from reality. anywhere. I mean, we're sitting on metal chairs in a room that doesn't have furniture in it. Here we are. And uh, I'm here with Jamarcus. And uh, Jamarcus is a friend. He um, is a Baylor Bear and uh, currently works for Baylor, but has been just a, a leader around Baylor for years. We met actually in a leadership class um, that he was kind of leading at that point. He was the special um, assistant to the provost for Baylor at that time. He was helping with the class, and I, I think I was, I don't even know what I was doing in there. I think we had you as a panelist. A you panelist. were teaching us Biggest about leadership. mistake that I ever made <laughs> of bringing a panelist. I came in and. Uh, so we've we've known each other a little while now, but now have gotten to reconnect since he stayed in Waco after graduating from Baylor. Um, I heard a podcast of him and Tanaka, uh, mm-hmm. just to to give more resources even up front. We're, as we're talking about race, uh, campus cuts. Tanaka has a campus cut with Jamarcus that's really good. I think it gives good perspective and is fun and uh, just to uh, hear from him in that place. And so we we want to have him on to get to talk about. Race. This is a obviously just like a tense time, a lot mm-hmm. going on. Um, depending on when people are listening to this, yeah. Um, but want to start first with some good news uh, that actually happened to me uh, this week, and just it, that has to do with race, and then even and then go into some hard questions and uh, maybe resources and different things, and then we'll kind of close maybe with just any final thoughts and uh, something like that. So that's kind of the general outline for today. But first. What's really weird is amidst the chaos, you know, uh, we have uh, protests going on around the country, Mm -hmm. some of which have turned violent, many of which are peaceful, Uh, was in Houston uh, this week um, where the family of George was was marching peacefully. And that was yesterday, actually. So I was in Houston while this is all happening, have friends that are there. They're all like, man, this is incredibly powerful. And what's crazy is the day before that, I, my mom texted me, she's going to the emergency room and I already told you this, Mm. that she went to the ER. So I drove to Houston and when I got there, everyone was asking me like, how'd she get to the hospital? Cause she had high blood pressure. Like how'd she get there? And I come to find out like a black woman drove my mom to the hospital, (laughs) like one of my mom's friends. And, uh, and then she has this bag of all of her stuff. And, uh, this, uh, this black woman has all of my mom's stuff. So I go see her. She's so kind to me. I mean, it's just so mm. sweet to be like, oh my gosh, amidst this this, this crisis yeah. where even in Houston, especially where he, he was a leader mm-hmm. in, in faith and in, in the third or fourth ward, uh, where this, this woman is helping my mom. Yeah. She drove my mom to the hospital. She helped me give my mom stuff. And I was thinking about it. My mom also sent me this week. Uh, there's only two people that have keys to my house, yeah. a single mom. So she has other people that have keys. Um, outside of herself, and it's literally our our uh, black neighbor who's mm-hmm. a woman in uh, Houston, and then this other woman that took her to the hospital, and so it was just like so so re- weirdly like it's just this weird like man, this is what I see on the news, but this is what I know of yeah. my like brothers and sisters in Christ, and yep. and f- even like neighbors and who I grew up with, mm-hmm. and so it was just this sweet thing for me. Uh, to just be reminded of so many of my friends that are black and family and neighbors and this and that. And, and, uh, uh, and so anyways, that, that just like set the tone for me this week of like, man, 
all the more we need to listen, like, and, and just even, uh, it, I was so grateful for that. So that's kind of random, but want to, want to talk, uh, through some hard questions yeah. for people and just get to hear from you as a, a black man and, uh, a Baylor student. I think it could mm-hmm. be really good for people to hear some perspective on that. Yeah. But, uh, we both, uh, follow a guy named Malcolm Foley, who also is a, <laughs> a, a leader at Baylor and, uh, uh, he's at Truett, PhD student at Truett. Just absolutely amazing uh, resource if you're looking for mm-hmm. somebody to follow. But he posted this thing this week, and I think it, he quoted Jamar Tisby. Yep. I don't know Jamar, but you do. Yeah, so Jamar Tisby is an author. Okay, okay. Uh, he wrote The Color of Comprom- Compromise, which is a book that everybody's talking about right now. Cool. Um, but he also comes to Baylor pretty frequently, wow. and I think he's going to be a guest on Dr. Livingstone's podcast or video that she's doing coming up so oh, okay yeah. perfect he's like a friend of baylor oh let's, he, go. let's go ahead and bring him to baylor but let's go yeah friend of baylor come on dr livingstone bring him uh so he posted this thing of arc uh awareness reconciliation and commitment being a way to kind of categorize uh moving forward with regards mm-hmm. to race so i just i like love that malcolm posted that i was like yeah i'm listening to what he has to say and what other leader black leaders in Waco, especially I have to say. And so when I saw that, I thought that'd be a good way to just categorize our conversation. So starting with just awareness, um, how can we, uh, be aware right yeah. now? And, uh, how can we, uh, and maybe even you can, you can say, how do white people be aware yeah. or how to, you know, however, I think just have the freedom to yeah. answer that question. However you Man, see fit. That's a good question. I feel like right now it's kind of funny because it's like the trend to be aware. Totally. So, there's a lot of so many resources exactly, being yeah. posted on Facebook on oh, nobody uses Facebook anymore, but like <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, all the parents, so parents <laughs> are using Facebook. Um, but I think right now it's kind of the time to take advantage of the resources that have been available forever. So yeah. really, let's be honest, college students don't like to read books for the most part. Yeah. Uh, but you know them well. Hey, I've learned don't like to read books, but everybody likes movies and podcasts. Yeah. Um, so there are so many movies that yeah. are literally about what we all are uh, seeing the black community react to now. So there's yeah. so many movies about police brutality yeah. um, that are really educational, that are based on true stories. Uh, yeah. Some of those are like Fruitvale Station, okay. The Hate You Give, yeah. uh, which is a movie that came out recently. There's also a book with that one. Yeah. Um, another b- movie that's actually released for free right now um, it's just mercy. So just it's, mercy. it's a book, but they're actually releasing the movie for free right now for wow. educational purposes. So okay. uh, there's a lot of resources. And then on Netflix, the 13th documentary. I mean, I can name this, these for days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but a lot of these are not only educational, yeah. but I think they give a perspective into the complexities totally. of the black community. I think they give a perspective into how deep what yeah. we're seeing right now is. So it kind of feels like, oh, you know, why this is an isolated incident, almost like these two men have died. Um, but we don't even mention Breonna Taylor. She yeah. she died like three weeks ago. Totally. And her case kind of got glazed over. Yeah. Uh, but this is kind of a normal thing. It's a routine thing in the black community. And yeah. because of that, there are a lot of resources. Yeah. Um, it's talked about. So I think taking advantage of those. Another one that's really good is um, When They See Us yeah, on Netflix. When they see us. That is probably one of my favorite things that Netflix has ever yeah. done. Um, but it's based on the true story of um, five young boys in Central Park that were accused of raping a white woman, yeah. um, wrongfully accused. And yeah. so they spent majority of their childhood in prison. Yeah. Um, and so it kind of goes through their story and the background of each of them. But that's a really good one to watch. Available on Netflix. Everybody totally. has that. Yeah. Uh, so those are some starters. Um, I would say like with those 
uh, resources kind of educating yourself and raising your awareness, like just becoming aware of what's going on around you. Totally. Um, and it, again, I said this isn't an isolated incident. So even just Googling, like totally, how many times does this happen on average a year? Wow. Um, what are names of other black men and women? I think right now a lot we're talking about black men. men yeah. Um, that have lost their lives, but there also are a lot of black women that have not only lost their lives, but are the mo- that are the mothers of these black men wow. and that continue to advocate afterwards. So I think even looking up those women that are still living. Wow. Um, and seeking justice for their sons, um, looking at the lives of black women that have been lost. I think there's a lot more out there as yeah. far as resources. Um, and you don't even have to go buy something. So take advantage of what you already have. Totally. Um, yeah, I think that's a good starting place totally. for resources and aware- raising awareness. Dude, I love that. I Just to follow up on the Netflix thing in particular mm-hmm. and just like... Uh, my challenge is if you had the time to watch Tiger King, then you have the time <laughs> yes. to watch absolutely every single resource yes. there is on Netflix that's for free. I agree, hundred um, percent. Because you know the world, a lot of the world wasted their their time with that, but mm-hmm. haven't seen there. Oh, there's a lot of resources, and we'll post um, a lot of these resources in addition to um, our uh, podcast or however that works. In 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 the in this description I'm being told by our production guy in the description is where it goes. Thank you, Jacob Lackey for allowing this podcast to happen and telling us how it works in the description. But, but I I will say I've watched, um, uh, part of, uh, when they see us. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking, I I just want to like almost call out right now something that, that I saw when I, when I started watch when they see us and it was, man, this kind of feels a little bit political. Yes. It was this very fascinating thought that came to my mind of like, man, it kind of irritates me that it feels political. It Mm -hmm. almost feels like they have, um, an agenda here. Yeah. And I think what's really good and what everyone needs to hear is yes, it is political because it, it is part of the politics. It's part of the, the, the problem it is political and it is a part of, uh, the, how do I say? Like, um, it's systematic. It's, um, it's deeper than just, uh, what we think initially. And so I think there's a lot of people that might turn to some of those resources and be like, man, I feel like there's this agenda going on and it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. you you have to kind of get over that. Whatever you think the agenda is, it's, it, it, it's deeper than you think. And there's a reason behind the agenda is something that I've started to ha- have to understand and, and even listen to, mm. uh, listen to my black friends of like, man, there, it is political yeah. in some ways. And we won't get too political here, but I, I do think it's important for people to kind of get through that bias, the initial, yep. like, wait a second, this feels political. Yep. Like it <laughs> does feel political yeah. because it in part is, is political yeah. and we will, continue to watch this and be informed despite however we feel. Mm -hmm. And I think, uh, I I just invite people that are going to turn to those resources that if you do think of that, just continue to listen. Don't let that, um, bias that you have, that I have, that I can say that I Mm -hmm. literally had, I had that thought. Don't let that keep you from continuing to watch it and be informed. And then ask your friends, ask your black friends, especially, you know, about that. Mm -hmm. Well, this, these particular things might have felt political. Can you help me understand why or what this means? And you might, I mean, we might learn something from that kind of conversation. And so, uh, awareness, um, man, I'm glad you told them to watch stuff. That's funny. That's a good point. I was going to mention this, but I think as you like start to read some of these books, you watch these movies, TV shows, podcasts, 
I think there might be a little bit of excitement starting again because right now this is like what everyone's doing. Yeah. But I mean, as believers, yeah, when a pastor is preaching about something that you know you personally need to work on, you start to feel a little weird on the inside. You start yeah. to feel almost guilty or you feel angry. There's something that rises up in you yeah. because there's something you need to work on yeah. um, or there's something you know that's wrong. It's like a almost a recognition. Something's wrong here, whether it's big or small. Yeah. And I think a lot of times with this, whether it is like the political piece, as I mentioned, it's like really complex. Totally. Um, and I think what I always say is like, for me sometimes, like I feel like that because I know there's something I need to work on or yeah. I know that I've seen it happen before. And it's like hitting me all at once. Like, oh, dang, this is happening. I know it's happened before and I've never said anything or never totally, realized it. Yeah. So it's, I think as your awareness raises until you like fully get it, which it's going to, you won't ever fully get it. But until yeah. you start to like understand it more, see it in real life mm-hmm. or it becomes personal, it's going to feel like, oh, this is po- a political agenda. Um, yeah. But again, I think it goes back to like it's systematic. So it's really complex. There's like a lot of pieces of it. Yeah. Um, and so it's going to feel political it's gonna feel like there's an agenda it's gonna feel like there's this but it's somebody's story for a lot of these things it's based on a true story so this is like think about how uncomfortable you feel and then think about these five teenage boys that That grew up in prison totally and they didn't do something so yeah which i just told you a little bit about when they see us so maybe now you want to watch it it's good that is good stuff marketing there you go (laughs) Free market, free, free press. Marketing. I don't think they're paying us to they, say this. They need to cut us a check after this. They should. Uh, so first, awareness. Any other, anything else on awareness that yeah. you can think of? Uh, one last thing I would say on awareness is I think the natural reaction is to reach out to all, all of your black friends. Yeah, yeah. And I think one thing that may not come to mind is that when things like this happen, it's almost like when you have a cut and then somebody rips off the scab yeah because i think in the black community there's a lot of things that we carry and again i'm speaking Mm -hmm. from my perspective from my family people that are close to me i can't speak on behalf of the entire black community but i think it's something that we all carry pretty much daily Mm -hmm. and so incidents like this are like dang somebody ripped off the scab totally and so it's painful it's hurtful for us there's a lot of emotion that rises rises up in us Hmm. so think about the emotion that's rising up in america right now and then imagine if it's like a reality that you kind of live in yeah or it's personal to you um so even though your reaction might be let me reach out to my black friend and ask them how they feel about what's going on or unless they're super close to you what i always say is if you talk to them on a weekly basis text them and check on them yeah but if you haven't talked to them in a month Maybe not. Maybe go read a book first or get some, go follow someone on Instagram, which totally. I'll share some people you can follow yeah, that's great. Um, on Instagram and hear what they have to say. The yeah. other thing I would say with that is if there's that one black friend that comes to mind, that's probably a reality check. You need more black friends. So yeah, if you're thinking good. of the one black friend from high school or from college hmm. that you haven't talked to in 10 months, yeah, that's a something that that's also an area of awareness like okay i need to diversify who i hang out around totally um so i would say that's kind of the last thing on awareness is like you can educate yourself a lot yeah before and give people that need to process it time to process it as well before you reach out to them um so yeah that'd be like the last thing i would say on awareness totally it's uh it reminds me of uh along the same lines we had a conversation Mm -hmm. i don't know how long ago about just you know how do we uh, work to create diversity in and through ministries. And one of the things that you encouraged me to do was say to students, look around. Mm-hmm. Like, and just to your point of like, if all you're thinking of is your one yeah. kind of token black friend that you went to high school with or that 
maybe is the one guy in your fraternity, mm-hmm. but you haven't talked to him and you, you're not even really friends with him, but you're, yeah. you're, you know, supposedly brothers through some <laughs> frat. I don't know what they, you know, whatever yeah. it is, like is if that's the only person you can think of, then maybe it's taking steps to just look around and, mm-hmm. and not necessarily just seeking out, uh, minorities yeah. to be friends with them, but really maybe even checking your life and, yep. and creating space to, um, get to know other people and not just for the sake of now I have more black friends mm-hmm. like that would, that isn't necessarily, uh, the, the goal of it. it. It really is just to help, help people understand yeah. the way, um, different people are made and we're all made in God's image and just a better understanding of the way the world exactly. works. Exactly. And, um, and so I, I, I think that's such a good, good thing for you to, for you to say, just like, Hey, don't just text like mm. the one black. And honestly, I'm like convicted of that. Cause I'm like thinking of that's exactly kind of even my first thought whenever mm. something like this happens, check on certain people yeah. and maybe it's to set a reminder in three weeks and read until then and pray for them mm-hmm. and then reach out. And, or have a meal or, you know, go on a walk, whatever people yeah. do these days. I don't know what people it's, do. I guess they I mean, drink so, coffee. Social, social distance hanging out. Yeah, social distance hanging out. If we're still doing out. that. Yeah, I, and I think another thing with that is, like, if they're your if they're your friend and y'all are close, check, you check on your friends when something happens in their totally, life yeah. that impacts them. Yeah. So don't feel like I'm saying no, I don't check on your close friends, but if you're reaching out to them in hopes that they're going to help you understand something better, yeah, right away that might not be the best thing for them totally. and you know your friends like if they say it's okay then maybe ask them a second time is this actually okay yeah and if they say yeah then do it but yeah i think again people need processing time totally. when something big happens in their life so give people time to process totally that's so good that is the end of the first part of a two-part podcast on racial reconciliation at baylor and beyond if you're enjoying the conversation and being challenged by it, we would love for you to listen to part two where we go into reconciliation and commitment.